0: Welcome to the Panhandle Primate Podcast. I am your host, Dexter Kearley. Thank you for joining me today. Um, the wind's kind of whipping around a little bit in Amarillo, Texas. It's kind of nice. Like, I love this time of the season. A lot of people... I don't know. I guess the wind really ruins the, uh, the weather for them. You know, like they don't want... They don't like the wind. They don't like getting tossed around or whatever. But if you can get used to the wind, it's really a pretty mild place to live you know like this uh, the weather that we're currently having is really nice but anyway if you're a local person in Amarillo then you probably can relate to what I'm talking about if uh, you're not from Amarillo well I'm sure that there's some intricacies about your neck of the woods that I would find interesting so anyway so um, I'm gonna start off with a few possible well some some updates so I possibly have a live podcast coming up in November. I'm kind of working with some people that I might try to I might try to interview somebody, do like a little live podcast event. we are trying I'm, I'm just talking to people right now. Um, if that's something that you're interested in attending or something, just hit me up on Facebook or Instagram or if you have any ideas, hit me up. but um, so possibly in November, so just uh, be on the lookout or pay attention for like some updates or whatever on that. If you're interested in going to that. Um, one thing I was wanting to talk about today is the uh, the Shake Hands Amarillo Ping Pong League. Um, I don't know. I don't know if a, if everybody's heard about this or if it's still pretty underground. It kind of it feels like just the uh, the environment. Whenever you go to tournaments, it feels like underground or whatever. But uh, my wife and I both played in it this past. Uh, I don't even know. Maybe. Friday night, I can't I can't even remember the day, but we played in a tournament and had a great time. It was a really good show. Like there was like some amazing ping pong players there. I mean, it was like uh like next level. I think one of the guys supposedly played for in the Olympics for Egypt is at least the rumor I heard. But uh his game was real tight. He probably could have played for the Olympics, but um it was super fun. It was a fun environment. Um, Josh and Bethany, actually, Josh, uh, he put me into the losers bracket right off the bat. I uh, he beat me my first game, and I felt good about it because he at least it was his um, home turf. You know, I mean, he had the slight advantage, but he uh, he laid it to me. I lost two games to him, and then um, but they were super nice. I actually played Bethany, his wife, a little bit later and she's a good ping pong player so it was a lot of fun uh, super nice people everybody i had like i had talked to tried to talk to everybody there and it was just a super fun environment uh really cool a lot of a lot of people there um so if you haven't heard of that check it out um if you're interested i think like these tournaments um you know if it, you we could even there is room i believe to like break it up into different nights, like different tournaments, you know, uh, different levels, different brackets. I mean, you could do a lot of really cool stuff. So a lot of room to grow that thing. And it's super fun. So if you're interested in it, uh, just give them a follow on Instagram. Actually, that's the best way. That's how I got involved with them. So just give them a follow on Instagram and check them out. It was super fun. Um, another thing that's kind of a uh, new update. See, I don't really have a whole lot of, uh, stuff that I'm doing, um, as far as like trying to put something on. So I'm just going to talk about the things that I'm participating in. And, um, one of them is a new jujitsu gym in Amarillo has opened. It's called Lone Star Academy. Um, the professor is Talis Horta. He's a bad dude, man. He's really good at technique. He has a lot of, I mean, anyway, I haven't even seen the guy break a sweat yet, but super fun. I've been going, I've gone to two classes recently and it was a great time. Um, I couldn't, I can't recommend that place more. It's super fun. And there's one, like, I wrestled in high school. So there is, like, a certain culture that develops around a mat. And it's kind of interesting because it's, it's kind of how it is anywhere. Like, any you, like, for ping pong, for instance, you know, any you put a ping pong table in a room and give people paddles, they're going to play ping pong. You know, it just happens, so uh, it's part of, well, I don't know, maybe that's pretty obvious. Anyway, what I was going to say is anytime I've been around a mat, you end up wrestling or in this case doing jujitsu and, uh, it's, uh, it creates a fun environment. It creates a, it's very cathartic. Like it's a, it's a good, it, it feels, it's strange, but it feels good to get cranked on or to get like kind of put in a compromised situation, try to have to like, you know, fight your way out of it or use technique. Really, you can't fight your way out of it. You have to know what you're doing. Like, it's it's awesome. So, um, but anybody can do this. So one of the things um, that's been, it seems like, it seems like there's like a buzz constantly around my head and it's all this news feed and everything. And uh, that has been occupied with this, uh, you know, sexual assault um, by, you know, or the, um, alleged sexual assault or whatever, however you, I don't exactly know what the right way to refer to that is. That's kind of like been buzzing around, you know, and there's like a political, there's like a political pulse, like pulsating, I don't know, it just, it feels like politics is getting very interesting. Um, but I say all of that to say this, that, um, Jiu jitsu is a great thing to do for self defense. And I think a lot of women would do really well. Like, I got choked out. This uh, girl named Cheyenne, who was in there, Um, we were kind of rolling, you know, after you do all your drills and stuff. Then um, the professor, you know, he, he matches you up with different people and you roll for like five minutes. You know, basically, you just wrestle and try to put somebody in a compromised situation. And we're, dude, I was, she was, I mean, I mean, very powerful, very capable, ended up choking me out. And that's one of those things, you know, if, if you're worried about being in a compromised situation and not be, not knowing what to do, jujitsu is where you need to go because it, you know, by the sport, by the nature of the sport, you put yourself in slightly compromised situations. And then you have to like do the better, you know, learn how to better your position and overtake. Anyway, I'm talking way too much. I just think um, it's a great thing for women to do. So if you're interested in that, or if you have ever been interested in jujitsu, male or female, or young or old, I mean, really, it's a uh, there isn't really a target demographic. Jujitsu kind of takes you and then, and then molds you into what it will have you be, you know, like you have to be a certain way or on the mat. And, um, so anyway, it doesn't really matter what you're bringing to the table. These dudes are super nice. Um, I really, I've, from the first time I like really walked into the gym and met the guys, um, I felt like welcomed, like, like they, they have a very welcoming, welcoming presence. So if you've ever thought about doing jujitsu, Emerald actually has a great jiu-jitsu culture. Um there's several great gyms. Uh the Grindin Canyon uh ghetto. I I am pretty sure I'm pronouncing that correctly. I'm not exactly sure. But um you know there's this really cool vibe, and I think most people would do well. Like I'm trying to think of something, a sport that you can age with. Like I've always said like rock climbing, one of the reasons I like rock climbing is it's because it's a sport that you can age with. I've been at the uh, like crag before, you know, or like the cliff, um, and I'm like working something, and it's shutting me down. I'm, I'm working on this climb, shutting me down, and this 45 maybe older woman comes to the same climb and she just smashes it. Like didn't even didn't even get out of breath. Smashed it, and it's like I can't get I can't get it. You know, like it's shutting me down completely. So it's one of those things I really respected about the sport was that you can age with it and get better as you go. Jiu is one of these things. I think running, um, if you if you get in the right gear and take care of yourself properly is something that I mean, most of the half marathons I've run, granted I'm I'm not anywhere close to the front, but probably half of the people in front of me are like over 50, you know, like, or definitely over 45. Um, I regularly at any race I go to get beat by tons of people that we would, you know, you kind of consider like past athletic prime, but they're actually currently better than my athletic prime, you know. So uh, anyway, what was I saying? I kind of got off on a tangent there talking about age. Oh, jiu-jitsu. So. Check out Talus. Hit them up on Instagram. Give them a follow. I know that they're uh, they were posting like some like instructional uh, YouTube videos there for a little while. I don't know if they're still doing that, um, but check them out on Facebook. Hit them up. Uh, they got a website, so check them out. Um, anyway, my next announcement is okay. This hashtag Hello Amarillo. So I'm saying this on Instagram Live as I'm saying this in in on the podcast. Um, this hashtag, hello, Amarillo, I went to this launch party the other night at Six Car downtown Amarillo. If you haven't been there, like if you haven't been to, oh, what is that? Polk and 10th. I don't think, I don't think it's 10th. I can't, 7th, 7th and Polk, I think. Anyway, right down that area, they have Six Car. They've got this new restaurant, Crush. Well, it's not a new restaurant. It's a new location for an old restaurant. But they also got like Moondoggies. They've got a jazz bar down there. Um, it's super super happening, really cool little place. But so I go to this um launch party thing. And they were it was funny because they were referring to me as like a digital ambassador or an influencer. I uh I kind of felt like that was a little bit of like like kinda like fluffing me up, you know? Um, because I don't think I am. I mean like currently so I'm on Instagram live as i 'm live talking into the microphone, and nobody's watching so it 's funny to consider myself a in, an influencer in any way whenever I can be doing something and nobody's paying attention so but anyway, that aside the event was super fun uh almost i mean i met i don 't think I met everybody there i I met most of the people there a lot of um marketing uh, people in marketing companies and um Oh, wait, what? let's see. Sidecar Photo Booth was there. Um, Bahari's great. She has she has that. She does a lot of stuff. Um, but one of the things... I'm planning on having her on the podcast at some point. But um, anyway, there was... Uh, let's see. You can actually look up that launch. Like, if you just type in the hashtag, Hello Amarillo, they have pictures there. And you can, I mean, basically meet everybody that I met instantly just by, like, following them. You know, most people... You know, if you're an Amarillo and you follow them, I don't know. Anyway, none of that's important. Um, the photo booth, uh, met a lot of cool people. So I guess that there is a way that you can sign up for the, to be a digital ambassador. So you can be whatever it is that I am, which I don't exactly know what it is. So, but um, hop on. Let's see, where am I at here in my notes? Okay, so... If you look in the description underneath this podcast, I'm going to put like a link and you can sign up. I guess you can – I don't exactly know what's going on with this thing, but I guess you can earn points and then you can like redeem those points at different uh, places around Amarillo. So like they were saying you could possibly get like uh, discounts on food at restaurants, like probably like Six Car. I'm pretty sure they're probably like one of the reward redemption locations. Anyway – If you're interested in doing fun things in Amarillo, you can build up these points. It's through the Chamber of Commerce. Um, It was with the city and then also um, Jason Boyette's podcast, Hey Amarillo. Um, They were kind of like putting it on, I guess. And so it was interesting. I was meeting a lot of different people and everybody – there's just a lot of things happening in Amarillo. And they're wanting um, an audience for like to justify making certain things happen so it's just a way of like harvesting um, what Amarillo actually wants and interpreting that into possible incentives for businesses or um, I don't exactly know who knows man I don't know economics I'm here I'm just here talking like I know economics I don't know economics Whew. that felt a little long-winded I'll have to be honest with you I'm at 14 minutes what and I haven't even played my first song. Okay, let me read my ad, and then I will. Um, then I will play my first song. So, yeah, that's. Uh, I forgot to announce that this is like on rambles. I uh, I play a few songs. I play some some music. So anyway, so this hour or this podcast, it might be more than an hour. At the end of it, um, is brought to you by Happy Hour here in Amarello. They're actually lo- – their in-store location is 3801 Olsen Boulevard, um, suit 8. If you look, if you know where Jiggleberry is and you know where uh, – oh, what is that? I can't think of the name of that gym. Somebody – somebody if well, – let's see. What is the name of that gym? It's not important. Planet Fitness. Okay, yeah. So it's right down the strip from Planet Fitness. Um they make sl- like slushy drinks um, that are alcoholic. So you can get like a margarita slushy or a watermelon slushy. Let's see. Pina colada. Uh, I'm trying to remember. I got a blueberry one there once. Um, oh, peach. Mason was telling me that peach is one of their better flavors. Um, <clears throat> anyway, so um, they will deliver to you any orders over five drinks so if you order five drinks they'll deliver it to wherever you're at so this is perfect for offices um backyard parties like you maybe are having a cookout at noon and you don't want everybody to have to like struggle with coolers and bringing all the stuff and so hey you just order in 10 drinks or something like that have them deliver them to your house you know that'd be kind of cool so um where am i at on my ad here Happy hour. Oh, yeah. Visit their website at happyhourtx.com. Um, they, there you can actually order online. So, it, anywhere you're at, and everybody has a smartphone. If you're listening to this podcast, you're probably listening to it on a smartphone. Um, so you can get on happyhourtx.com and you can place your orders. You can look at menus. Um, and it's pretty easy, I mean you can you can do everything from your phone and then just drink show up at your house. It's pretty cool, so order online they're open Monday through Wednesday, five to nine, so that's Monday through Wednesday five to nine, and then Thursday and Saturday they're open noon Thursday through Saturday. they're open noon to nine, so that's like that's perfect for that um. For that cookout, that afternoon Saturday afternoon cookout, that'd be perfect. Um, so this is like, and so I was like thinking a couple of different things, like, how what what is this perfect for? If you're doing something, I think this is perfect for dates because a lot of times, especially if you're a boring old married person like myself, or if you're even about to take a girl on a date or something, it's good to get out of the house. You get to know a lot more about somebody. When you're going out somewhere. But maybe you don't want to sit down. And invest in like a whole meal with that person. Hey you go to happy hour. You pick up your drinks. You go to the park. You take a walk. You know. Um, It's just good. It's a good way to get you out of the house. uh, With your spouse. Or with your person you're interested in. Or just with a friend. You know just get out. Walk around. Enjoy uh, some sunshine and some wind. uh, As we always have here in Amarillo. Uh, let's see here walk at the park this is also this other thing that'd be cool if you're a manager if you manage a large group of people adults you know make sure they're over 21 but you manage this group of people and you're thinking they've actually been working pretty hard for me recently they've been doing a lot of good work so i want to reward them right hey this is a perfect way to do it say Thursday afternoon we're stopping at four o'clock we're gonna order in some drinks each person's gonna drink enough to where well, you feel relaxed but you don't actually feel tipsy or nothing you know you're you're still in control of your body or whatever um, so it'd be a perfect way to uh reward your hard workers uh, perfect to take to events uh you can so like that's the thing is if they will deliver to your event, so if you have a wedding or something you want everybody to have a drink, you can order these to your wedding um also they deliver beer now too, so if you're like kind of a masculine dude and you're like, man, I'm not exactly sure if uh if I want to be drinking like a fruity slushy drink you know i don't I don't know if I'm comfortable enough with myself hey they'll give you a, they'll give you some beer, you know. They'll bring you some beer if you need it, but or you can just say, "Dude, I like I like what I like," and who doesn't like a slushy? You know, there's something on that menu for everybody. So, so drink a slushy anyway. So follow them on Instagram. If you use the promo code Happy Primate, you get twenty percent off. Um, and this is a really good way to support the podcast. Uh, if you if you order from them and you use my promo code then they're going to say, wow, that ad is really working. We should continue to have that ad on his podcast because it's actually giving us a return, right? So that, if you're looking for a way of supporting the podcast, um, that's a great way to do it because you get a value out of it. I mean, you end up with a delicious slushy at 20% off. So anyway, um, they're, they've been great sponsors. It's been uh, really fun. I really like Mason and so, and we're enjoying their product, so, anyway, check them out, happy hour, uh, and show your appreciation for the, well, if you appreciate the podcast, show your appreciation, uh, by getting a slushy. just try one, you know, see if you like it, you never know, go out on a limb, um, alright, so, that's all of my, my update, so, We are 21 minutes into a podcast, and I'm just finishing my update. I think that, I don't know if that's a terrible sign or if it's okay. So, anyway, the first song I'm going to play is Young Liars by TV on the Radio. I've seen them live twice. And the first time they were opening for Alt J at Red Rocks um, in Denver, like the Red Rocks Amphitheater. And then the other time they were playing at Austin City Limits. I can't exactly remember how it happened, but we ended up like front row at the Austin City Limits one. I can't, I feel like it was packed, but I know we didn't have to fight our way up there. I'm not sure how we ended up at the front, but we were like right at the front and they opened with this song and it was just like super epic, you know, and at festivals, it's always hard because you're always torn between going to see all these different bands. But that was when I was super excited to be at the front row four the whole show was awesome but i remember particularly when they opened with this song it just like blew the roof like blew the ro- well there wasn't a roof it was in the middle of an open field but if there had been a roof it would have been blown off by them opening with this song so anyway um i appreciate y'all listening and enjoy the song
1: To fear again lonely is all we are lovely so far but my heart still a marble in an empty jelly I someday suppose and my curious nervousness stills into pre-science clairvoyant consciousness i will be calmer than cream making maps out of your dreams with psychic ability kills the nativity Simply diminish that flinch Ooh, young liars Ooh, young liars
0: Strange But Somehow just sitting in front of the mic Without the camera there um, Feels Less I don't know it's kind of weird Like it's just weird how like the, The vision Of you can I don't know so it was weird for me The whole intro I was like I had my phone Set up and I set it up to where Like I could see myself in the phone So like I was looking at it and it was almost like I was watching myself, which, I mean, it was like uh, kind of like two, a little meta, a little a little more, uh, you know, making it more dramatic than it actually was. But uh, there was something different about it, you know, versus just sitting down with the microphone. I guess I just feel a little bit more comfortable with just the microphone. Anyway, um, so my first little segment was I was wanting to talk about um, how you know, the way that an era is defined is, um, oh, dang, I can't remember what the quote is, um, an era is defined when its basic illusions have been erased, I believe is what the quote is, um, and it's one of those super genius dudes, I mean, you can just type in that quote and it'll pop up and google who it was, I just can't remember his name, um, but, you know, so so people want to say, like, Kanye West will define our era. You know, like, it'll like they'll look back and say, oh, it was pre-Kanye and post-Kanye, or I've heard Kardashian, or, you know, a lot of these are... My wife will, like, say, oh, have you heard that we're living in... They're going to call this age this, and I'm like, ah, you know, I don't know. But for me, what it is, is, like, I'm going to look back and think of this time and think of these landmark podcasts that some of the ones that I've heard recently that have really opened my eyes, um, to the potential of what just podcasting can, can bring. Um, and some, some of the examples will explain a little bit more what I mean. Somebody's walking close to the fence or something. I've got the windows open in this room. So you might be hearing a little bit of the West Texas breeze. You might be hearing some of my neighbors or whoever's walking by. So, Um, anyway, where was I at? Okay, so landmark podcast, like, meaning that I, I imagine, uh, a world where we actually have conversations, like, uh, one of the things that's, that's cool about podcasting, which, which is cool about meeting people in real life, uh, for that matter, is that you, um, let's see, I'm not exactly sure i not exactly sure what I was... Like, you can you can disagree actually instead of just disagreeing in, in, per, or in principle. So, like, uh, you might have, like, a Republican and a Democrat, and they might say, well, I disagree with you on, you know, because I'm a Republican and because you're a Democrat. But if you meet them in person, let's say you play some ping-pong or you roll some jujitsu with them, um, you just meet in a person. And, you know when you're holding a paddle, everybody's equal, right? You, you have, you have a table that you're confined to. You have a set of rules you're confined to. You have a certain ball you're playing with, and then you, you have to hold it with a hand. You have to hold a paddle with a hand. I mean, it's just, you limit yourself and then you play a game. And that's, that's part of being on that level ground, being on that equal uh, field. It, that's really where progress happens and really where like, true novelty you know like i'm talking like the back flips type stuff you know or like uh what was it odell beckham when he like dove and made that one-handed catch like way over his head super athletic move um like i'm not even sure i could catch a ball if i was running that fast and it was like spot on just a perfect throw and he's catching it like like a like an acrobat you know but um what am i saying oh so podcasting the long form of just, you know, kind of being genuine in conversation, you know, uh, and by genuine in conversation, I don't mean an expert can't talk like an expert. Um, But you're having, it's different whenever you're uh, having a debate versus a conversation. Uh, That's one of the things my wife always points to. She's like, it's Um, which I mean, I guess any wife points to my wife points to it from a linguistic point of view because she's, you know, that's what she's going to school for, but she'll say like, um, there's certain times whenever I'm having a conversation where I'm, I'm not listening, I'm telling and, uh, based off of like the type of language that I'm using. So it's, uh, it's just super interesting, you know, podcasts, what all this to say, that I think a few landmark podcast episodes that really exemplify what podcasting holds differently than any other, like, form of media. Because I do think, um, like, so, for instance, Elon Musk and Joe Rogan, whenever he was on the Joe Rogan, Elon Musk was on Joe Rogan Experience pretty recently. And one of the things that was so amazing about that is that these two guys who are both... uh, in the uh they're both in the public eye because they're they're extraordinary you know uh which doesn't necessarily mean they're gods it just means that they're that they can do something really well that a lot of people enjoy seeing them do you know elon musk there's a lot of guys probably i imagine that are as rich as elon musk but they don't have that that um public persona like elon musk has uh, and I don't know if, if that's a, an intentional thing from Elon Musk. Like, he's, like, saying, like, I want to be out there. I want to be saying these things. Maybe he just feels like that's his gig, you know? Like, maybe that's just, uh, you know, some people... Like, he he's doing whatever he needs to do. I, I really enjoy seeing him do it, you know? So, uh, all that to... I'm not exactly sure where I was going with that. But it was really cool to see them sit down as equals. Just two guys behind a microphone, you know, um, in reality, there are these egos that go with it, like, the, the, the Joe Rogan has this huge fan base, and Elon Musk has this huge fan base, and, like, tons of money, and all these companies, I mean, he's almost like Batman, you know, or, like, um, what I would imagine, like, a, a Bruce Wayne would actually be, like, in his public figure, you know, he's, like, He's like, "Yes, I'm building rockets to send stuff to space. It's like that's a Batman thing to do, you know uh, if he you know he built the Justice League thing in space, so uh, it's kinda exactly what Batman did, so Elon Musk is trying to be Batman, but anyway, what am I saying here? Oh, all that aside, whenever the door closes." And it's just two guys, well, three guys with uh, Jamie. I don't actually know. I didn't see the video. There might have been more people in there, but I think it was just them three. They're just three people sitting down with microphones between them, and then they're having a conversation, right? And that's super. It's super liberating um, as a as a consumer to know, okay, maybe I'll, maybe maybe I don't necessarily agree with them, or I agree with what they're saying it's just interesting to actually i was a little disappointed i have to be honest in the interview because joe rogan's only human as we all are and um sometimes sometimes he gets like tunnelled in on something whenever because of the preconceived notions so, like some of the best conversations I've ever seen like Joe Rogan have, he doesn't really know much about the person. So he's getting to know him and he's asking a lot of questions. And then you, you know, the person opens up this like huge, like uh, like I'm thinking like a Graham Hancock or, um, let me think who else is always good on there. Uh, I can't think off the top of my head. I should have written down some examples, but, uh, like Joey Diaz, like every single time Joey Diaz is on there, um, is there like just it's an amazing form of Joe Brogan you know like um he that's what he does best uh but see sometimes he like focuses in too hard like I would have loved for him to ask questions and have conversation with him about Mars about possible one-way trips to Mars about you know Elon Musk has crazy stuff like about a lo- uh alpha base uh alpha base zero thing is what it's called on the moon, you know, (laughs) like he wants to have a moon base. He wants to have all these, he has all of these like really large out of the box things that he's doing that I just wish that they would would have maybe bounced around on issues a little bit quicker. Uh, all that, what am I talking about? I'm not analyzing the, the show. I was just saying that was a landmark podcast. I believe if, if I were to be defining the world, Uh, on a spectrum that would be one of my notches i would say when elon musk sat down with joe rogan on the joe rogan experience because i think it it exposed a side of elon musk and a side of uh of like like joe rogan is joe rogan no matter who's sitting across from him that's what's so great about the joe rogan experience is like it is it is his show that he gets to do whatever he wants to with right and Typically, what he wants to do is have super interesting conversations with super interesting people and and have some laughs and be lighthearted. I mean, it's great, you know? So, um, God dang, what am I saying? Oh, but for a high-profile person like Elon Musk, for his career to be changed based off of him smoking, I think he smoked a blunt on Joe Rogan Experience, that elevates Joe Rogan's podcast to a different level. It's, you know it's mass media it is mass media now that's it's not a uh, like a small time thing it's not like a like a peripheral like media it is like overtaking things like local newspapers and um local companies is like basically just joe rogan sitting behind a microphone talking into you know with interesting people it's it's uh it's controlling a huge amount of public um what would the right word be there? Public knowledge, maybe. I don't exact culture. I mean, it's like a. It's definitely like a, like a netting of a certain portion of the public, and I think it's great. I mean, I think he has some super interesting forward thinking. Like Paul Stenemitz was on there, and that was amazing. Um, he's had like a Aubrey Market. Anyway, I'm not talking about that. But I'm just saying this put that on a on a new level, in my opinion. Like. On a level to where I feel like in 10, 15 years, um, people will be looking back and saying when Joe Rogan had Elon Musk on the podcast and they talk about this time period based off of that perspective, the way that way of viewing history. I think that would be on there. Anyway, I say all that. Uh, this is supposed to be a quick podcast, so pardon me. But I have a few more examples of, of landmark podcasts. Another one is You Made It Weird. Um, with Pete Holmes interviewing Henry Winkler. This was an amazing podcast. Um, you should listen to it. Pete Holmes is, um, a great podcaster. And I don't say, I, I use the term podcasting, um, specifically because it's not, it's not interviewing, it's not, um, acting, it's not, it's a very distinct thing, and, um, this whole conversation with Henry Henry Winkler and Pete Holmes is like, it's the most natural conversation, natural interaction between two human beings that you could ever hope for, you know? They they were on the same level about a lot of stuff. And it was really, like, it's like, um, I hate to describe something, I feel like a grandpa or something whenever I say delightful, but it was, it was like a, It was their first time meeting, but within like four or five minutes into the conversation, into the podcast, it sounds like they've known each other for years. Like the way they're talking, the way that they're going back and forth. And then near the end of that podcast, they start talking about – Henry Winkler starts talking and he says – this was the greatest interview I've ever had. And he, and then they start talking about podcasting and they start talking about just what happened, like what, what they had just uh, participated in or experienced, however you want to like describe it. But super interesting. Give that one a listen. You Made It Weird is just an awesome podcast anyway. He just had a baby, which is like super, um, I don't know now, hindsight, since I've had a kid, anytime I think of somebody in a hospital room with their wife, with the new baby, with parents and doctors and whoever the hell shows up because you never know who's going to show up really, um, to the hospital. But, you know, it's, it's just an amazing time in life. And so anyway, this was like pre-baby. Um, so it's super cool. Any, anyway, listen to that one. Um, another one, I would say, tangentially speaking with, uh, Rayana Irving. Uh, like within uh, what are those little thing? Anyway, she—I w- guess the- this girl was a former child prostitute. She had been trafficked whenever she was like sixteen or something like that. Super eye-opening, super interesting podcast. This uh, Rihanna, Ray- Rihanna Irving, former child prostitute. She's evidently an amazing athlete now. She does Muay Thai, I believe is what they were saying. Um, she sounds like a super interesting person. I mean, like, it's like one of those people that is, uh, like a dream podcast guest because it's just somebody who is like so intensely, um, they know themselves so well and they know their story from such an interesting perspective. I I can't remember if she has her dog, da- she's really smart too. Like, has had her, she has her master's, and she, or maybe, I mean, I can't remember if she's going to school. I, it's been a little while since I've listened to that interview, but, um, super interesting person, super interesting podcast, great conversation, super eye opening to me in just a lot of different ways. I, I just wanted to throw that one in there. Uh, I don't necessarily know if that was a landmark podcast, but it was a great podcast. Um, But it's interesting to me because I think almost everybody would have a different – this is what I think is interesting is that it won't – the next way that we start defining eras and that we start defining pop culture sensations will be individually based, meaning my this time, my 2018 will look completely different uh, in the media that I consumed. Then somebody, maybe my neighbor that lives like right next door, but then mine might look exactly the same as a million other people. You know, it's it's sort of weird. It's like the last, it's like almost the uh, disappearing of a demographic while forming a new demographic. Because I don't think this new demographic will be based off of anything like race or sex or age or uh, anything like that. You know, it's it's this uh, almost uh, as Dan Carlin would say it a contagion, like, a, it's an intellectual contagion. Um, but it's, it's individualized. So although I do think millions of people are going to listen to that Elon Musk, Joe Rogan podcast, really the significance of it is a personal, it's in a, it's in a, uh, self-contained way, you know, like that didn't necessarily affect my entire neighborhood the way that like the news of a John F. Kennedy assassination did or would, you know, or the way that like a news, new sex scandal or a new sex tape out or uh, I'm trying to think of different, you know, like whatever, you know, things that pop out and you're like, oh, Michael Jackson did what, you know, <laughs> or something that, like defines an era you think back on court cases or whatever these big public events. But um, a lot of people used to be able to share that in the 80s and the 90s we all shared the same narrative. We all shared the same like mass media, but now we're all getting this. We're still getting mass media, but it's on an individual basis. It's on an interest basis. So um, I'm not exactly sure where I'm going with that, but I thought that it was interesting. So I was going to go ahead and say something about it and try to talk. So I'm at 46 minutes, and my last section will be super short. I'm going to try at least. So this next song that I'm playing, I promised I was going to play some songs, is called Nico and the Niners by 21 Pilots. If you haven't looked into 21 Pilots, definitely look into them. They are an awesome band. They have some amazing songs. I've been listening on Spotify to... A playlist that's just like I think it's a spotify generated playlist called like this is twenty one pilots and it changes, which is kind of cool. It seems like but anyway, I followed this uh page or whatever so but i've been I've been listening to a lot of twenty one pilots recently, and they've just man the there's something really special about the music the musicality maybe I don't exactly know is it it's pop music um but it's like, uh, it's it's done to a different level, like to a different artistic, um, I don't know, like, it's not necessarily artsy, but it's like extremely artsy. I don't know if any of that's making sense. <laughs> but amazing music. On, uh, every album I've listened to, every song I've listened to of theirs, I can't honestly think of a single song of theirs that I don't like. So... All of that being said, check out 21 Pilots. This song is called Nico and the Niners. I hope you enjoy
2: I'm fearless when I hear this When I want to be enough What a beautiful day for I'm making a break for it We'll find a way to pay for it Maybe from all the money we made raise the play stores race horse And force a sponsor And start a concert A complete diversion Start a mob but you can be quite certain We'll win But not everyone will get out No, no We'll win But not everyone will get out No, no We'll win But not everyone will get out East is up I'm careless when I hear this on the low East is up I'm careless when
0: That was 21 Pilots. Okay, so I have one little section left that I'm going to try to work through real quick, and then we're going to call it a podcast. So, um, I was thinking in like the other day that there's like three different states of my conscious self. So there's a constructive state, there's a destructive state, and then there's a distracted state. And, uh, you know, what really got me thinking about this was the distracted state because, um, I got really interested in this uh, by a, actually I think it was a "You Made It Weird" podcast with Pete Holmes and a magician, but I can't remember the magician's name. Anyway, they get to talking at one point about, um, about how magic uh, only works if the person that is watch like that is watching it is amazed. You know, like that's that's the feeling that you're looking for is the the feeling of amazement, and so. Um, if you come to them looking, then they can trick you and make you believe in magic, even though it's, it's actually just a distraction. I'm, I'm only seeing what they're doing there. There, there, there's a lot of other stuff, other intention that they're doing um, that I'm not privy to. I'm not seeing they're distracting me with something flashy, you know? um so the magic you know entertain entertainment like falls under this category anytime you're being distracted i think like when you see like a like a brilliant movie or uh you're listening to some great music you're in a workout super hard workout or uh even like if you're let's see, in worship or if you're at a concert or something like that, it's easy to fall into these states, at least it is for me, to where um, I'm like completely distracted and I'm completely immersed in whatever it is, uh, whatever the narrative or whatever the construction is that they're building that fascinates me at that moment. You know, whether it be music or like uh, sometimes like with uh i can't exactly think but you know it it's something that completely takes all of your attention it distracts you from everything else you know the phone that's what really got me thinking about this was instagram and all these different things even even listening to podcasts and checking different things um it's very distracting from other things it takes a lot of attention So it's distracting from my family or it's distracting from my job or it's distracting from uh, sometimes even my workout. You know, if like my phone's not working and I can't get it hooked up to Strava or whatever and I'm like getting ready for a run, it can like really bog down my like progress, you know. Um, So it's a distraction. But if you're intentional in what is distracting you, then it can be beneficial if that makes sense. So, um, and I know I said that I had like two more, um, like two more states of consciousness, but honestly, I'm having a really difficult time, uh, remembering all that I was thinking about these. I, I think maybe it's like an underdeveloped idea. Um, but basically the, my main point that I was like trying to get at or trying to figure out was... Um, if you're intentional, uh, within being constructive or destructive or distracted, they can all have positive outcomes. The, the important thing, the pivotal thing is the amount of attention and like the, how much projection you have out of like the possible, um, that the possible outcomes of what you're allowing your consciousness to be absorbed with. Anyway, all that to say, my notes were kind of vague on whatever I was thinking, so I'm gonna have to rework through that idea. But um the last thing I have written down here is not enlightened, be enlisted. Um and I don't exactly know why, it's just like that term enlightenment has always bothered me to a certain extent. Because, you know, it it implies that there is something more to see than what you're currently seeing. Um but whenever it seems like people who are really turned on it seems like they're seeing the exact same thing you are currently seeing they're just seeing it differently um so i think sometimes like you know with the the term like trying to be enlightened um implies that you're currently in darkness instead of maybe you're currently in the light you just need to open your eyes to the beauty that's around you maybe, but I like the, I like the concept of, like, not being enlightened, be enlisted, choose something to buy into, uh, and that's, uh, kind of what I'm meaning, that is culturally, or, uh, for your health, or, you know, something like, sometimes, like, vegans can get kind of militant, you know, but that's the thing, is, if you're doing something for health purposes, I definitely support you in that, if, if it's being vegan, if it's being a meat eater, if you're, dude, just explore, like listen to what your body's, if you're if you're exploring something, if you're listening to what your body's doing, if you're doing something intentionally, um, then you're okay with me. You know, I think that's probably a positive thing. You don't necessarily have to be um, like militant about it, but buy in, start trying to buy into positive movements around you because... There's a lot of positive movements around and there's a lot of really negative movements around. And if you're buying into the positive movements, that means possibly more positivity can can blossom out of that. Like, for instance, um, if you're in the Texas Panhandle, if you're listening to this podcast, if you're hearing this, um, there's uh, Ryan Pennington. I believe that's his name. Ryan Pennington. Look up the the Refugee Language Project. He's doing these different things, trying to, you know, in Amarillo, we have a very high per capita refugee rate. Um, there's a lot of refugees that are sent to this area. And a lot of them, um, you know, they, they have slightly different cultures and slightly different worldviews and all of these different things. But what we share um, or what we what we have contrary in cultures, there's a whole lot of things that we share uh, complimentary in cultures. And, um, one of the things is just to be able to have a conversation. And once you start that dialogue, you, you really see that, you know, most people are the same as you. They, they want the same things, you know, most people want the same things, uh, just to be happy and for their family to be happy and to have friends and, you know, to enjoy life, you know? So, uh, but anyway, he's doing this thing, called the Refugee Language Project, you can sit down and talk with refugees, help them practice their English. You're not teaching them English, you're helping them practice English. Just like, um, you know, like, for instance, whenever I was rolling with Talus, I, you know, was just allowing him to practice his jiu-jitsu, um, on me, you know, like, we were practicing it together, but that's the only way to get better is to actually practice doing the activity actually doing the activity so if you're just learning language but you're learning it in a classroom setting where you're just learning it based off of the structure you're not necessarily learning how to like you're learning how to um you're learning the mechanics behind it but you're not learning how to actually do it that just comes from having conversations with people so really if you're an english speaker you are qualified to help somebody practice English just by sitting and talking to them. It's a super cool thing that's some something that's happening in this area that I think is um, constructive and good. And if you can take some of your intention and direct it at good things like that, or I mean, there's there's like literally thousands of great organizations in in Amarillo. And everywhere, you know, typically, I mean, a lot of people are trying to help people. That's that's one of the uh, most endearing things about the human race is almost anywhere you look, if there's humans, there's going to be a portion of assholes that nobody likes and that are being mean to everybody. But there's also going to be a very like dedicated and, and large portion of the population that just wants to help other people that wants to bring other people into a good, you know. So sometimes you can get focused on the, the jerks and you don't see the good people. But if you start focusing on the good people, then it gives them more power. It gives them more influence. It puts them to a higher place in, in society and their reach spreads. So you can be part of the, the movement or whatever. So be enlisted. Don't, you don't necessarily seek enlightenment because, you know, maybe you're, Maybe you're missing the fight that's, like, right in front of you if you're searching for something different. Uh, anyway, all that to say, man, long, talk about talk about saying a lot about nothing, huh? Um, so this last song I'm going to play is a song by the Flaming Lips off of their album Yoshimi Battles the Pink Robots.
3: Do you realize That you have the most beautiful face? Do you realize we
0: Thank you for tuning into the podcast I appreciate you listening Uh, If you would like to support the podcast All you have to do is go to iTunes And leave a review Uh, You can leave a little comment if you want Uh, Check out my website uh, Panhandleprimate.squarespace.com You can follow me on Instagram At Panhandleprimate I think maybe podcast. I can't ever remember that And I occasionally hop on Twitter Uh, I'm on Facebook as well I've got a uh, Facebook group called Panhandle uh, Panhandle Primate Podcast, you know, Facebook group or whatever, and I sometimes post events and post different cool things happening around Amarillo. Um, If you're coming to the Amarillo area, uh, send it to me and I can, you know, put it up there and that's kind of the stuff. I want it to be a place where people can look and just see some cool shit coming to Amarillo. Um, Let's see. Let's see. I'm doing my walkout. So... Uh, I'd like to again thank my sponsors, Happy Hour. Visit them at happyhourtx.com. Um, give them a follow on Instagram. You can order your drinks online. Use promo code HAPPYPRIMATE for twenty percent off. Um, so I super, I'm super appreciative of everybody who listens. Um, I if you if you're hearing this far into the podcast, uh, I really love you and um thanks and you know tell a friend about the podcast tell somebody you think you would maybe like it um and reach out and tell me what you think about it i mean if you think it sucks um well i hope you don't think it sucks but if you do you can let me know so anyway i appreciate you people and uh